can I oh, can I tell you what this email has got? Oh god, I mean sure if you want. From at secretlab.co From the people that make the dumb gaming chairs? For people that make the dumb gaming chairs that I bought one of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Announcing Secret Lab Titan extra, extra small. One to two size collectible. Okay. Okay. So so I look at that and I go, okay. My initial thought are like, oh, so it's like a little mini, like, Secret Lab chair you can put at your desk or whatever. I was like, that's fine. No, but one to two is not that much smaller than a Titan. It's half size. But you're calling it a collectible. Okay, let's let's read a little bit more about this. This our first ever collectible made specifically for fans who clamored for it. He wanted to scale model of our signature Secret Lab Titan chair, crafted with the same precision and quality. Blah blah blah. Look, touch, durability. Blah blah blah. Okay, but who wants that? It's comes in <laughs> comes in frost blue and plush pink. The Secret Lab Titan Extra Extra Small is a novel replica that embodies mm-hmm. the same world class standard as the Secret Lab Titan. The small chairs offer the same comfy touch as our full-size seats, with security features like child-friendly locking casters and support for weights up to 70 kilograms. Perfectly safe, if you're, even if your little ones clamber on. To your half-size Titan? Five-year warranty, what? £259. Why is... Can they not say that this is a chair for kids? For gamers? I, I, reasons? I, 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 like this is quite clearly this is quite clearly a kid's chair, right? Like this, this what this is is a chair designed oh, is, for is, kids. Is that what it, uh, is well, what it looks like? As a it's, I'll, I will send you the picture quickly. But like it's a kid's chair. Like it's not difficult. But they can't seem to they don't they seem to not want to. Is it because babies like baby gamers won't like it? Like I'm I'm trying to figure I, out I, what I, the thinking is. Why you don't just call this? Hey, not, we made a kid's chair. Is it not just because like. They, they, the word collectible has a certain amount of like cachet. Is it that they just like using? Yeah, like I don't know. Like because gamers I mean, like yeah, collectibles. That's just, that's just a that's just a that's just a half size chair. Like it's a half size chair, chair, right? But they call it a collectible. Like... Are we, have we gone that far down the fucking gamer rabbit hole where you're like, oh no, it's not a kids chair, it's a collectible. Oh no, it's not a cushion, it's a plushie. Because that's what gamers want. I would be strong to think that. Uh, it's because they just like putting the word collectible on it, like probably. It makes it sound good, and it makes people want it. They so. just—they haven't done full like fucking gamer thing bingo, where it's like, oh, it's also a collectible edition, and or sorry, it's also a limited edition, and also like I don't know, it comes with a pop figure. It comes with- Ladies and gentlemen, the internet, this is the Gaming Star Podcast for the 16th of November 2021. My name's Callum. My name's Ewan. And I don't know how present I'm going to be today because I stayed up until 5am watching wrestling and I... Oh, was that wrestling I night? Can't, I can't think. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Okay. Like, it was it was weird because like most of the time wrestling events are on Sunday. Right. So I booked time off work on Monday because you have to. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually went and looked at the show, I was like, wait, this show's on Saturday uh, because... It's a, it was AEW, and apparently they do things differently. Which is actually pretty good, because it now means that I actually have a weekend after watching the wrestling event. Like, I have two full days to sure. do stuff. But it's not like... Um, so AEW are at the stage where they're, like, directly, like, parallel programming with 
with WWE seem, yet. Not yet, no. I don't think they've uh, they've not gotten to the point where they're running parallel shows. But they might do it around about um, WrestleMania time. Sure. Like, everybody runs parallel shows at WrestleMania, because that's just how that works. Oh, fair enough. Um, I did, it's just, it's like WrestleMania weekend has just become, like, a holy grail of wrestling. So, like, fucking everybody just does shows at all times. Or, like, every, every group weekend. just goes. yeah, yeah. Like even even when like New Japan and stuff started coming to the US, they started running shows around WrestleMania time and stuff. It just it just happens. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I didn't expect it, and it was like, oh man, it's on Saturday and it's at one a.m. It's like normal time for a wrestling pay per view, <laughs> and it went on for like four hours. And I was like, yep, yep. Oh, it was so late. It's so much later than the other ones because the other ones were normally like two and a half, and this was like four. But it was interesting because I. We were all staying up to watch it and stuff like that, and it got to like five a.m. Mm-hmm. and we weren't even really that tired because, like, the quality of the wrestling is so high at AEW shows that you're actually you're actually just like enjoying it. It's not like WWE where it's like proper peaks and valleys, right? And you're like, so you just running in the dirt of of oh shit, this is a crap match. Like I'm so bored. Well, you're just running like, on adrenaline at this point. You're you're just, you're just running on the fact that like you're actually entertained for like four hours. Yeah. It's, you're, so you're like engaged and you're watching and stuff like that. It was really really good, um, but yeah, I'm I'm fucking dead, like well, uh, just dead to the world. I mean, speaking of of late nights, um, the fact that I was a gig, a gig yesterday was the first time I'd been in. <coughs> sorry, the first time I'd been in um, Edinburgh. I went to a gig and now I have a cough. That's no, funny, yeah, no, right? no, that that was genuinely just the dregs of coffee grounds in the back of my throat. Um, it's the first time I'd been podcast recording. Oh yeah, first time I'd been in the Edinburgh City Centre on a Saturday night in like two years, even by accident, right? Because mm. I just had to go through it to get to the gig. Um, I think it's suffice to say people are uh, pretending that the world is not the world. Uh, it is uh, George Street is continues to be terrifying, and yep. uh, people are just out and doing their thing, and like. I, I think I am starting to like slowly turn into like because this, this thing the, the gig was like a big thing for me because it was like okay this is the start of my return to normality right this is the biggest the first proper thing I've done in a long time where I'm like yeah, yeah. like yeah. I am upping my risk factor pretty highly by doing this but like I've done everything I can and I want to go enjoy my life again so fuck it um, and it was good like the gig like there was like it's probably like half and half with like people who had masks on the whole time and like it was cool to hear the lead guy was like ended the show it was great it was weird it was like he ended the show with uh um thanks for coming go get your booster shot good luck out there and it was weird that like good luck out there sounds like it should be a very kind of uh like pessimistic statement but actually it was weirdly galvanizing in a way it's like yeah fucking let's i don't know what it was about it oh yeah 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 but um but yeah like walking back through the city center i was like cool it's like nothing ever happened and i'm i'm less angry at that than i think i was before because i was like this all sucks so like it's kind of now yeah there is a point at which you have to let it go yeah like it is and I, I don't think it, I, I personally don't think it's now like we could do it a bit longer and probably totally. it would be for the better but totally. like if now the society has decided now is the time to yeah. let go then and I, I think for I me guess. like I kind of got vaguely jokerified by the um these vaccines have been out in the wild for long enough where if you could have got one you can get one 
Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. if you're choosing not to, kind of like, I I don't know what to say to you, but. Yeah, uh, but at the, uh, yeah. At this point, like, it's yeah, just, and I'm kind of there's nothing, there's and nothing really else that you need to say. Yeah, and I spent two years cooped up to let people who were before this was an option to to allow society to continue working. And if you're choosing at this point not to do it and put yourself in danger, I don't know what to say to you. But I want to go to this yeah, gig, yeah, yeah. so like, um. But even then, like, even standing there in a room, like, dancing away six five days of static, there was still this thing at the back of my head going. This is a lot of people, and this is a closed room. <laughs> like it's is it is is it um was that one of the standing gigs where you have to like prove you're vaxxed and stuff? I didn't like have to prove I was vaxxed, but I they were huh, they were enforcing not enforcing they were saying as you came through the door They're enforcing hey can you put your mask on when you were there but once you got in yeah, yeah. there was a lot of masks around the neck style thing um, oh yeah that happened all the time yeah, yeah. but they were not um it turns out like hey, if you want to bypass mask restrictions at a gig, the thing to do is buy the smallest beer imaginable and then just hold it for the whole gig and don't touch it. Yep. Because then you can just yep, go, yep, yep, yep. Oh, I'm drinking, it's fine. Like I'm drinking. Yep. I saw it in the, uh, the fucking, oh God. So when I was in London um, last week, we took the train down, the train back up and the train's about four and a half, five hours, something like that. Sure. Of which um, they're like, yeah, you, you, they are enforcing masks. Like they are like, no, you need to, mm-hmm. and like, staff will come by if you don't have them on and be like hey can you put this back on they're doing the job right and i very much appreciate yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. um but turns out if you hold a pack of peanuts and somebody goes by and says hey can you put your mask on you can go on oh, no, so i'm having these peanuts see if you hold the same pack of peanuts for five fucking hours you don't have to wear a yeah. mask and it's just like yeah, oh yeah. you fucks like and again you can't like i i have a lot of sympathy for staff during this because it's just like it can't what, do anything. what the fuck yeah. you can do? Like, what, what, what can you do if people are being pricks about it, right? Like, um, but man, yeah, like, yes. So I've not, I've not had to prove. That, like, I have my letter on my phone. Um, I should actually just get the app, but like, I have the, I have the letter on my phone. Like, I can prove it if anyone asks. But I was wondering, like, are they going to ask me here? Um, but no, nothing. I, I just, I just didn't know if it was like the the rules or whatever because I know that they have like the. I think like check that your vax thing. It still seems. Gigs. I just can't remember the limit or what. I think it's still like per venue can enforce it if they want. Sure, um, sure, sure. I think definitely in Scotland. Um, down south, it's apparently because I know because I know that I didn't have to for the two gigs that I went to, but they were like seated. They were seated gigs. And, like, yeah, yeah. When we went to the the theatre in London, it was like, hey, masks are enforced, but no vaccine stuff was, um, Mm-mm. and and stuff like that, which is fine. And um, I will say like. The, the mask stuff has def- over the past two years has definitely trained my lungs where I did a full gig, like a full two hours, two and a half hours, like dancing in a dark, hot room with a mask on. I was totally fine. I didn't I yeah. didn't flinch, didn't nothing. I have uh, the utmost respect for furries now who wear those suits for however long. Ah, that's, that's, that's slightly different, I think. You think? That's like a... Well, because that's like a helmet, right? Yeah. Like, that's slightly more encased I mean, it's, it's slightly more encased, like, but you're still, like, restricting your breathing for, for sure, yeah, however yeah. long. But, um, but yeah, no, like, it, 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 it's totally fine. Like, it, it, it's... And I'm glad I actually... Restricting your, restricting your breathing and... Uh, don't, don't... Yeah, don't go down this, don't go down <laughs> this road. Not gonna go down that don't road. Don't go down that road. Um, yeah. Which is consequently one of the... Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, no. No, uh... But yeah, no, it was cool. Um, and 
London's a fucking wild west. I'll say that much as well. Like it's just oh, yeah, like, of course, like London was always a nobody. Fucking it was weird. Like pool. there is like half the people are like doing all the right stuff and are like basically permanently masked while they're outside, and another bunch of people do not give a fuck, and it's bizarre. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, where it was definitely doesn't. Well, you're going to like Covent Garden on a Saturday, and it's like a lot of people in there, and we're both like, yeah, we should probably. We should probably mask. I know we're outside and everything, but we should probably still do this because a lot of people. And it's just like, dude, I'll give a fuck. It's bizarre. It's really, really strange. But, you know, I'm doing some stuff. I'm going to a comedy gig in two weeks. Like, you know, I'm starting to do stuff. I'm meeting my D&D friends at some point again in December. Like, you know, I'm starting to be able to go do things again. And it's cool. Um, although I did have to go into work um, for like the second time in two years. Um, yeah. at, for an all day workshop and came out with a fucking terrible cold <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. and I was yeah. like oh yeah other diseases exist this is a thing that still continues to be there um, but yeah it's the season for I, I had that as well like it's the season for just getting horrible colds yep. out of the office yep. like that's just what you get it's really great that one of the, the one of the main symptoms of the the, the big lurgy is <laughs> bad throat which is the same as like yeah. most things yeah. you get but this time of year it's great it's it's is the because I had a really bad cold as well, and that was the thing that I had to like. I messaged my boss to say I wasn't coming in and being yeah. like, "Don't worry, I've had a test. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's not that." Yeah, it's I need to. That, that, that's the thing we need to do today because my wife's supposed to go into work tomorrow. If she, so we're both going to have to test tonight to make sure. And I'm like, cool. This is the first. We'll see what happened. We'll see if we made it. I don't know. Yeah, feel feel totally fine. Like I was expecting like to come back from London and be like, "Yep, this is the thing that got me," but I felt totally fine the whole time. Um, so we'll see. Um, yeah. but uh, so it's been a month since we've done this checking dates, and like that's that, yeah. kind of because not a lot really came out uh, for us to really talk about. As you say, not that not much that like I've wanted to play. No. Um. Well, yeah, like stuff like big stuff has been coming out, but it's like I don't particularly care about Call of Duty. Not a huge fan of like a bunch of the sports stuff that came out. Like it's just. Yeah, not, not like, like that, that Guardians of the Galaxy game came out, which looks cool. But Apparently, it's, I yeah, really wanna, I don't really want to pay that price for that game. Yeah, so and also like, I think I don't know about you, but I'm kind of in like clean up mode at this point, which is like I need to finish a bunch yeah, of yeah. stuff, and um, so I don't want to start a new story game. I mean, like I, I like I've said for numerous podcasts, I'm in waiting for Endwalker to come out yeah. mode. So I'm just like, I, sitting. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Ready to go, but yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so I started working through some of the um the end stuff i'm still i'm i am definitely going to need your help with inscription i just i can't huh. i can't break through that barrier where i feel like i've run out of things to learn where i'm just like i feel like i'm just missing something or i feel like there's a, there's like one neat trick to it is did we talk about inscription i don't think we did we did the video about it which is we, we had the video has everything that's there. Like, it's, it's, it's one of these games that's really hard to talk about with a rune in it totally like oh. the video's got a lot of everything you need to know and we obviously can't talk about a lot of it, but like, yeah, as yeah, a, yeah, as a game that primarily is a a deck builder, like you have that. It was really funny, like this the the path of hey, we should do a video for inscription where you run it, even though I'm the one that's played it. Yeah, yeah. watching you then is an, an interesting twist on the usual formula. Yeah, that we do for that. watching you then immediately buy it and. Uh, and then finish it eight hours later, and I was like, oh, oh. yeah. So it was it, it. It's one of the things where you like. Um, especially when you, whenever you play like a new card game you start seeing the like the links to other stuff yeah. being like oh they've taken this from here and this yeah. from here like it's very, it was all, very apparent when especially we did that in the description it all it all comes together in like a really 
cool, like, unique kind of package with some interesting ideas. So we present that to, like, someone who plays card games quite a lot. You're like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll play that. That sounds yeah. really interesting. Um, and yeah, I did. So I, I did that video for, like, 50 minutes and then went and bought it and played it over a weekend. And yeah, it was about eight hours or something And I just like kept that. getting... As, as a person who's got to a specific point that I can't quite get past, watching you just increasingly message me going... Oh, this this goes places, and then increasingly like oh, yeah. all caps. Oh, this goes That's, places. That, uh, that game fucking goes some places. Like yeah. it's going to be one of these things that comes up at the end of the year, like it is. Which is why I need to finish it. Which is it why I need to break does through this. Some shit, like yeah, yeah I need I need great. to break through this barrier I've got at the minute and just and see what what the next thing is because I feel like it's I feel like I'm on that precipice of like seeing the shit. So um, I just, oh, you've got no fucking idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll need your help with, with getting through that. So I was, I've been doing sure. like, I, I've been doing like an hour or two of that every couple of nights to try and break through. And I just feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm hitting a wall yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely the, the, having the added benefit of like, I have played card games for totally. years is like helpful yeah, that, for that's that, kind of, so I think, I think I just need, kind of need a, I think I can just kind of need the wingman for that stuff. Um, but I did finish, um, Artful Escape, which, uh, we did a mm. video on that has a, that game is spectacular, and again, like the thing I the thing I said in that video still holds up. Where like that game is not like that game is closer to like a walking simulator than an actual like platformer. Like it is an experience, it is a like very linear. Like you go do this thing and just marvel at everything that they've built in that. You game. literally hold a hold a button down to shred your guitar it's and walk so, through areas. Dude, like that's the yeah. the fucking oh, there are sequences in that game that are just. It it does the th- I'm sure I've said it on here before, but one of the things I love about specific games is when you come across a thing which is like I don't know how they've made this. I can't see the seams. I can't sure, see yeah, how they've yeah. actually put this together. Like the last couple hours of Artful Escape are just like how the f- how did anyone conceive of this as a concept? It's just buck wild to me. It, it's great. Um, but yeah, that game's super cool. It's on Game Pass. Like people should just. It's only like. I think it was like four hours, five hours, something like that. Um, people should just blitz through that thing. It's so cool. It's so, so good. Um, I, that- I do intend on blitzing through that, but uh, my, my clock is running, it's is running, it's running yeah. short. Um, I picked up... Uh, not picked up, I had already, but I started playing... Once, it was a couple of weekends ago, I was like, okay, today's job is I want to play through Oxenfree again because that sequel's coming out soon. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really like Toxin Free, and I want to remember because it seems like it's a sequel, sequel, like it's a direct follow on. So I want to remember what that game is like. That game. So I did finish. I am reasonably sure I finished that game originally, or I got. I definitely got an ending from that game. That game. So I I got the Steam version because I had it already. That game is broken, like actually broken Toxin on Steam free. right now. Yeah, there is a bug where, um, when you claim like. There are sections of the thing where you're climbing on rock to get up and down via platforms. And it's a point and click adventure, right? So, like, you're at the top of the thing, you click at the bottom, and the character will climb down and get on. Multi- Every single wall I had to climb down, it was like a 50-50 shot as to whether she would be able to detach herself from the wall and walk on. She would just oh, keep geez, climbing okay. on the wall and just keep reattaching herself to the wall constantly. And you'd, like, have to rapidly quicken, like, nudge her off the wall. But mm-hmm. eventually got to the point where it was just, like... I'm just, I just can't get off this wall. I, I I clicked off of it. I just let it sit for twenty minutes, and it's she was still stuck in the wall. So I can't finish that game. Um, I, like it's, it's unfinishable right now. And you go on you go on Steam and you go on like various forums and stuff like that. And you go, yo, I can't get my character to disconnect from this thing. And it seems like 
totally random whether it'll happen to you or not and it happens to me every single time so i, I can't finish oxen free again and I was really enjoying that game. That's it was a, a really, really yeah. good game. And I just cannot finish it. So that's a warning to people. Is there like, any reason as to why that would happen? It's just a bug. Like, like I, I, I'm, I mean, I can too. give you technical theories as to why it's happening. But it's just like, this should be fixed. So the, I think the difference that what happened between me originally playing Oxenfree and the version now is they've updated that game a bunch with stuff that... Because that game then came out on all the consoles. So the code for that game has changed since the last time I played it. And it seems like it's a bug that happens on consoles as well sometimes, where it's like, yeah, it'll, you just won't be able to escape walls sometimes. Or like right. your AI companions that are following you will sometimes not be able to disconnect themselves from walls. And it's just like, game's unfinishable and they're just, and I understand they're playing a new game and they're making a new game and it'll be fine, but like, it feels like a bug they should fix. Like, it stops me sure, from finishing yeah, yeah. that game. If it stops people playing the game, that's... And I can't recommend yeah. that people pick it up now because it's like, this might happen to you and you might not actually be able to finish it. Um, but yeah, like that game's very cool, except the part that I can't finish it. Um, we that phasmophobia update came out with the new map, yeah. and my games group were like, "Yeah, we should get back into phasmophobia and try it again." Considering one of them is level one hundred and twenty-four in that game because Jesus they Christ. played a lot of it, um, I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll just take this opportunity to fucking try that game in VR because we were threatening to do it all the whole time." It's like, okay. I'll set it up. We'll, I'll be the only person in VR while the rest of you do it. Um, that game has the award for the first VR game that almost made me throw up because oh, nice. it is so... It just does not seem optimized at all. And I've got like a... Like I've got like a 2070 Super. I've got a pretty decent machine, right? That is designed for... Specifically for VR stuff. And like Phasmophobia is not the most... Not the most graphically intensive game out there. But yeah, like sure. it got to the point where the four of us were in a room in the small house, like the opening the the first map in that game, and it was like the frame rate would just take a dive and it would start juddering yeah. in my vision and like there would be like like technical ghost images of characters going by that would stick in my vision for a while. So not only does it make the game unplayable and more terrifying than it actually has to be, it made me physically sick. And I was like, okay, yeah. I need to quit out this game and go back to desktop mode because we're not going to be able to do this for very long um yeah but it's effective like i'll tell you that like turns out even when games like that are not hugely graphically pretty put yourself in a dark room with a torch in vr fucking works <laughs> it really oh, yeah, does sure. I, I imagine it would do it yeah. really does fucking work um but yeah that was fun um so was that and then i played uh, the only new game i think i've played since the last time we met was um the enigma machine which is the first game from so i remember i talked about one of the demos i played was a game called echostasis which is like a yeah. pseudo vaporwave horror game style thing dude who mm. makes that already has a game out in steam called the enigma machine which is like a very short like hour long thing and it was on sale for like a pound i was like yeah i want to see more of what this guy does um game's super cool it's a very it, it definitely feels like a prologue to what what he's going to do with Echostasis. Um, it's very much in that style, but it's super effective. It's not even really a horror game. It's like a thriller, maybe, like unsettling more than the jump sure, scares. Yeah. Um, but it's very... Like, it, it's like Inscription, where it's a lot of unsettling stuff, Yeah, it's not actually, I mean, like, yeah. actively scary. It's not actively scary. It's definitely like, oh, yeah, this, something's fucked here, and I don't like it. Um 
But for Halloween, he put another game called Mothered, which appears to be less in that kind of vaporwavy, like, 80s tech in modern day style stuff, where it is more like a straight up, like, found footage style game with a lot of kind of similar effects, um, yeah. which I need to pick up and, and see as well. That seems that seems very cool. Um, but yeah, Enigma Machine's cool. Like, it's it's not too expensive and it's a really good, like, hour and a bit worth of experience. Uh, and serves as a really good prelude to what I think Echostasis is going to be. Um, but I think that's kind of everything. And I played, like, I've been playing Midnight Protocol, which we've got a video up that will go up probably this week as well. Yeah. Um, it just didn't get it out before I went on holiday. Um, I think that was everything. Like, I'm looking through my Steam list and it was like, oh yeah, I just kind of played a lot of Satisfactory uh, and yeah. things like I talked about life is, finishing Life is Strange. I started playing Evil Within 2 again because I was like, Ugh. I really like that game and that game is actually very good. Well, mm, that game is... Yeah, that ga- the, the first half of that game is really good. And then it kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Sure, yeah. But the yeah, the first half of that game is still pretty decent, and it still holds up, and it, and it's and it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, the big satisfactory update came out, but it's still still experimental. So like, I'm kind of scared about putting my actual save into this experimental branch thing. But it is oh, out, okay, right. and it does have a lot of really cool stuff. Um, it's got trains or something. It's right? got train. Well, it, the the previous game did have trains, but now the trains have. Well, one, the trains now collide, which is great. Um, and also it's got like a really advanced um, like real like real management thing where it's like you can have reels that cross over and like... St- uh, I don't want to I don't want to talk about Satisfactory again on this podcast. Really? But it's just... Really? Yeah. How many... Yeah. How many... Um, how many Final Fantasy fourteen and Destiny conversations do I have to trade in for, a, for some Satisfactory talk? Like, what, what's the... I, they're about even. Come on. Like... <laughs> I've said that I've played it a lot. I haven't talked a lot about Satisfactory Fair. itself. Um, but no, so I'm, I'm waiting on that. I don't know when that update's going to hit mainline. When it'll actually be, like, stable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems to be pretty stable. It's just one of those things which is like... Like a train. Yeah, like a train. Um, yeah, but apart from that, there's not really a lot I've been playing. Um, a lot of it is kind of updates and stuff to come. I saw um, Synthetic 2 came out. Which I forgot. That fucking weird roguelike game? Yeah. I got a sequel? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it came out. I, I thought it was very, very far away, but apparently, no, it came out, so I might, I might check that out. Oh, okay. But what have you been, been playing in your run up to Endwalker? Fuck all. Like, that's the, 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 the best thing about it is that we're kind of like, I was sitting, like, hanging out with my, my Final Fantasy fourteen guild yesterday. We were just, like, chatting and, like, doing other stuff. So we're all, like, mentally broken at this point. Like, it's so weird that. We can't have a conversation anymore without like it descending into madness because we're all just sitting fucking waiting on end. <laughs> nice. um, it's yeah, like that. I've kind of not the only thing that's like new is like the new Apex season, but that's literally sure. just like it's Apex. Um, there's a new map. The map's not very good. Um, oh it's, really? Okay. It, it's too. It's too big. It's too open, and there's not enough stuff in it. So it's just really boring a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, 
It's like set on an island and stuff like that, but it is. It's like it's not a good map, and I don't. I've not actually heard a lot of people say it is good, so I think it's kind of universally hated. Yeah, it kind of was. Um, it was there was a moment where I was like, I should play a bunch of Apex again because I, I, I did want a kind of low impact. And the games, the game is still good. It's yeah. just the new map's not great. What's the, how's, um, how's the new um, hero? Legend. Legend. Sorry, Ash. Uh, yeah, she's she's really good. She's super strong. Um, so she's got. She could like. Use her like the the smart knife from Titanfall. She has one of them. Oh right, and like okay. sc- scans people's death boxes to see the people who killed them. So oh, she gets, interesting. She's got, she's got recon information. She throws out like a snare trap knife that like electric like sh- jumps to people and like shocks them and like keeps them from running away. Is she just like she, like keeps that? It's like is she primarily knife based? Is that what her character is? Yeah, because her ultimate is like a sword, which is basically a big knife. Okay. And um, she like teleports herself with her sword. Um, right. It's like a wraith portal, except it's one way and can go further. Um, she is hyper aggressive. She is like super. She just wants to like trap you and then just kill you as quickly as possible and then get out with her sword. Sure. Um, it's but she's very very good. She is excellent, and it's it's Ash from Titanfall, so it's kind of cool to see. Right. Uh, oh, it's that Ash coming back. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the, synth, the simulacra. It's the, got you, the got crazy you. lady with the, the the hood in the face. Yes. Um, but she actually has like a tie into the Apex story now. Like her background has been talked about, so she has like a a link to Horizon and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, did all the she's that, very very good. She is very good. Did all the hacking stuff get? resolved in that game yeah, i got, i have not been yeah. following apex in a while no yeah that, that, that got resolved after like a week or something like right that. okay but yeah Fair it enough. was cool. um what's the other thing oh yeah the new gun it's like a an smg that can take heavy or light ammo um it's 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 a gun from titanfall 2 and it's kind of like it was in titanfall 2 which was really high fire rate roll re, really high fire rate really low recoil really fast reload but the magazine size is like zero. Oh, okay it's got like it's got like 20 something in the magazine and you go through it like that right so it it's a it's really good because it is super stable and like you don't it, it's kind of like not fire and forget because it does have a really high fire rate so you have to be able to tr- track pretty successfully yeah, yeah but super potent gun um it's, it's it's a pretty good season the only problem is that the map sucks so right, it's, okay. it's it, it once it cycles onto the other maps it gets good again have, have they given any get on the new map it's not have they great. given indications of like yeah we heard you like no don't think so because it's because it's like i don't know how you would change it that's the problem right. is you need to go back and redesign the whole thing so right um but yeah that's that's kind of only the new thing i've been doing i've just been like cycling between like playing games of apex playing games of Leg- uh, legends of runeterra um, oh, right, we talked about Runeterra, like, right? Yeah, because, like, Endwalker was supposed to be out next week, right? Right. Like, it was supposed to be, this yeah. was supposed to be the time. We'll talk, I mean, it got delayed, obviously. But. We'll talk about that in a, in, in a little bit. Um, yeah, I guess we could just, we could just, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. Transition transition into yeah, news. like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally looking at what's coming up. Um, I, I am, I am fascinated to see what that Kid Amnesia thing that's coming out oh, this the, the, week. Oh, the video head The video head thing. Yeah, like that's out this week, um, which is and it's free. So like, because like I, we had a conversation with Radiohead recently, and it was like, yeah, I should actually yeah, go back yeah. and go through some of that stuff. It's like, yeah, there's there's definitely stuff here. I need to go in and uh, I, I'm interested to see what a Radiohead experience in 3D looks like because it had a very good like vaguely control esque look to it. When so that the album's happened. out. The album's the, out. The album of it. Yeah, of 
kid amnesia or yeah. whatever you would want to call it but and it is like they made kid a again and like did improvement improvements quote-unquote because it's kid like a, it's like but, remaster um, and b-sides right is what the album yeah, is yeah pretty much yeah um so yeah it would be interesting to see how that translates into like a weird experience because yeah. it's radiohead so they're obviously a bit weird a lot of the time anyway yeah so exactly um, it'd be interesting but yeah looking at what's coming up um like or, or things that i care about uh beyond the steel sky comes out which i am fascinated but like there's like me and seven people who care about that game um is that a, is that a remake or is that them, it's the sequel like, to beneath the steel sky to, which right, is a okay. i genuinely like if you want to spend absolutely zero money and have a fun couple hours, like that game is still free on GOG and it's a great scum style point and click game, like genuinely yeah. pretty good. Um, Solar Ash is starting December, which is the only thing. Oh yeah. Um, I, from a distance, I'm in, well, actually, you know what? Not from a distance because I've got game pass. Halo Infinite is December. Oh yeah. December. I was going to say, yeah, you, you, you can play Halo. I can at least try it. Easily. Yeah. Um, yeah comes out the day after Endwalker, which is unfortunate. But. Yeah. Oh, after the move. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I say no, because I'll have been playing Endwalker for like four days before that. So oh, is there like an early yeah. access thing? Yeah. Is it like pre-order you get in on the third? Nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of everything. There was something else as well. Um, God, what was the other thing that I was going to mention? Um that 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 Destiny Two mid season expansion comes out the same day as Sandwalker as well. Oh really? The I bet you they're one. not yeah. happy about that. They're like the like thirtieth anniversary thing that has like oh Galahorn's coming back and it's a there's a strike in the Luke Cave and remember all this stuff is the same day as Endwalker now. Oh um, weird. Okay, so I'm using the like I'm sure everyone does. I'm using the Wikipedia 2021 video games page. That chorus hmm. game is listed as the third of December. Which is that kind of weird space the uh, space combat the game. space combat game that I have not heard yeah. anything about that game since that first yeah year. I, I I've not heard it I doubt that that thing is coming yeah. out unless they unless they are literally just we talked about it once and then the game will come out but that rarely happens yeah so that feels like destined to be one of those things that's like oh yeah it got delayed like everything else yeah. um weird yeah but there's yeah so there's there's not really a lot so like I said I'm in a lot of cleanup mode so. Um. Yeah, cool. So we should we should jump to jump to break and then and talk about. Um, yeah, it's your some, music. So you it's my music. So yeah, in celebration of where the fuck it was last night, I'm just gonna play Supermoon because that track is. Yep. Great. That's exactly what I thought you were. Gonna do, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's cool. Um. It was weird. Like I kind of wanted to do something from like Artful Escape, but one, the tracks don't work without. They don't work as well without like the spectacle and also like. So much of the music in that game is like generative. That's like, what does a? I was gonna say yeah, a lot of that's like not procedural, but like it vaguely it it works is... the same way. Yeah, it's vaguely procedural. Yeah, um... it, wor- it works the same way as like um, the Octopath Traveler stuff, where it's like there are certain loops that just sit and totally. play, and then will evolve over time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So hey, let's play Super Moon Six Five Days of Static from the good track from the. Uh, I was gonna say No One Lives Forever. The fuck's the name of that game? No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. That's close. Um, music for an infinite universe music. is the name of the album. Yeah, do you remember No One, no One Lives Forever? God. It is, but Nolf, yeah, I remember that. It is one of those games that I keep coming back to. Like, I should play Nolf again and then continually get reminded that it is impossible, it is impossible yeah. to play that game in 2021. Um, Physically cannot play Nolf anymore. Yep. Is. yep. Um, 
cool. So yeah, unless you already own it, in which case maybe. But uh, yeah, also if you were like when you were a much younger child and you have a ver- a folder on your desk on your hard drive somewhere that says Nolf, that's a very legal version of yeah, that game. Maybe that, yeah, that also works. Um, that kind of half runs on modern operating systems. Um, yeah, check the link for posting. You can pick that up, and we'll be back with some news after this. was Superman from the uh, No Man's Sky soundtrack. Uh, check the post for links so you can pick that up. Uh, right, so new stuff. So yeah, do you want to talk about Endwalker um, and the... I, it's not a lot to say, really. I know, um, but it was definitely one of those moments where I switched on, I checked Twitter and you could hear the sound of thousands of people screaming at once. Um, yeah, the... the the so I it happened on a live letter, which are typically done to Japanese time, so it was like 3am our right. time. Uh, so yeah, I went to bed a bunch of people woke it. up to this news and, uh, yeah, yeah so I went to bed didn't watch it and woke up to like I, I opened my phone and like looked I was just doing my like casual morning browse of like yep. oh what's going on on Twitter and what's going on in like my discord and stuff like that and I opened up the discord for my Final Fantasy 14 and the first thing or my Final Fantasy 14 free company the first thing I said in chat was just someone going ah well fuck and I was like oh shit something bad's happened so I had to like quickly scroll through everything yep. And yeah, like the so they they came out. Um, Yoshi P, who is like the head of Final Fantasy fourteen, yep. was like so upset. And he so really sad, was. Like, he really was crying on stream and like yeah. like it's the. Um, I'll talk about that in a minute, but the yeah, he was apologetic and said that the the game's done and. But we really need to make sure because of the influx of players, and they need to right. make sure that like. They want the launch to be good, and they don't want people to like uh, have a bad time on launch, especially during like the early access stuff and blah blah blah. Right. But so they said they needed to take an extra two weeks for QC, just just for quality. For quality. Like, they needed yep. to make sure like the the servers were stable and everything was going to be okay based on the player load and like because they're expecting a ton of people to come back and like there's all the new players and it's. It's it's a smart move because like the 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 overline uh, message from a lot of the or from everybody that works on Final Fantasy fourteen is like they still hold original launch like version one point Final Fantasy fourteen that was mm. terrible. They still hold that very much to heart. So oh like, sure, yeah. They 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 know that they've been given this second chance and they're really thankful that the community's like let them do this and have responded positively and stuff like that. So they do everything that they can to make sure that there is not a negative experience at any point in the game like because they know that like if there's like a server fuck up or something like that then they're going to be like oh it's this fucking broken game and bro all that yeah yeah, yeah. they don't want that which is not because they which it doesn't seem like that's true like it feels like they no absolutely not it's but they 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 are so they got they got so screwed by that first initial launch that they 
they take the idea that they've been given this second chance as like the real, it, is, yeah. it is crystal and it is like they do not want this thing to break because they've been given this chance and they don't want to fuck it up again yeah um, even though at this point they've got such goodwill within the community that if the launch was For like sure. a little bit rocky people would forgive them and it, seems, wanna... and it seems like the reaction about this delay as well, which is very much like, yeah, cool, take your time, like, do the thing. Yeah, like, the, 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 the community, like, most of the time for Final Fantasy fourteen, have just been like, yeah, like, if you need the, if you think you need the two weeks, take the two weeks, it's fine. Like, obviously people are upset. Of course, yeah. Well, the, the main reason that people are upset, the people that are upset the most are the people that, like, I booked off time from work to do this. Sure. Right? Like, they're the, they're the people that's like, oh yeah, I booked off time from work to do this, I don't know if I can get it back, and blah, blah, and like you shouldn't be delaying games this close to launch because of this reason and it's all this stuff but yeah i mean um, it's the it's the thing that like i don't know how much the message got through to people but it's like just because the western world is starting to come through the other end of 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 covid like it doesn't mean that everything just snaps back to the way like the delay effect of game development means that like we're going to be feeling effects of like all of this structural change about how games are made for at least like for at least like another six months to a year, like it's going to still kick it. I'm not saying that's why this is happening, but like mm. there's a delay effect on this stuff. It doesn't just all snap back to normal now that a bunch of people are vaccinated. No, like, there's 100 yeah. percent going to be delays and stuff like that. Recovery period. Yeah, yeah for for so sure. So it was inter- it was it was interesting because I was like, we were chatting after it, and I was like, well, I like we like 90 percent of us are all like, yeah, we took time off work to play this. Like, we don't know what we're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, we're going to have to have that hard conversation and see what happens. So I went into work on that Monday. Yeah. And grabbed my boss and was like, like, didn't obviously didn't explain the reason. Or of course. Like that. No. Just like, hey, look, I've had a delay. I need to take this like seven days that I've taken off here. And I need to put it down two weeks. Can I delay my holiday? Kind of like, yeah. It was just like, yeah, sure. Like yeah. it was zero questions, like zero problems. I was like, okay, awesome. Great. And it was fine. And then I went and like messaged my people being like, yeah, got my moved. It's fine. I mean, I did, friend... that. I did that for Sorry. Uh, Cyberpunk as well. When I got that final delay, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. can I yeah. shunt this? Can I shunt this day off? I've taken like two weeks. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. I think I did actually yeah, say, but, yeah, yeah, like the game to get delayed. <laughs> they were like, it was oh, cool. Yeah, it was cool that my boss was just kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like, go for it. But I understand we're, um, we're, I, ve- we're very much in that privileged position where, like, there are a bunch of people who would not be able to do that, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not denigrating the people. Fighting, fighting for, sucks. fighting for time off anyway. But yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but, it, you know, it sucks yeah. if you're in a situation where you took time off work and you can't get it. Yeah. Shot, yeah. Like, it really does suck. Um, but the best one was like, I, I came out and messaged my free company being like, yeah, I got my thing moved. It was fine. And my friend who is in the free company who works for unnamed famous video game developer. Sure. Um, message, message and be like, yeah, I got mine too. And I barely needed to ask because like, there were like seven other people doing like, it. <laughs> no, he, he was like, he apparently just messaged his boss being like, Hey, I need to push this holiday back two weeks. And he was like, Oh yeah, I totally expected this. It's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> like, nice. Excellent. Exactly why he was off in that period and why he needed to move it down two weeks. Excellent. So I was like, yeah, it's fine. Sweet. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it, it's sad. Obviously it's sad because everybody wants to play the game and stuff like that, but they've, uh, They've, they've 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 basically said that 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 date that December third for early access thing is like ironclad now because they put out a they've put out their launch roadmap of mm-hmm. like okay so early access starts on the third then the game comes out on the seventh then two weeks after that the raid series comes out and then two weeks after that the savage version of the raid series comes out sure. so they've given their timeline of like this is the dates that stuff comes out and they it did it again now it would be weird yeah but, 
I mean, it definitely does sound like the thing he's saying is is true. Where like games done, like they are literally like. And imagine, yeah. I imagine a game like this. Like, there's one thing about getting like the game part of it done, but like I imagine that server architecture and stuff like that is fucking nuts. And especially yeah. because like, like you said, like this is the first big expansion they're going to hit with all these new people who have joined, right? So you're like, we need to make sure yeah. these there are enough of these servers. So it's not. It's not even like normal MMO new expansion influx because that's like all the old players that have mm. dropped off coming back. Yeah, this is that, like, and then the addition of all the new people that have. That's come what in. I'm saying. Yeah, so, like you're yeah. gonna have to really solidify these servers, and yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. Like, I imagine it's gonna be rocky just because it's a launch, right? But, I, yeah, like, I, I, I think that I think that um, it's not gonna be like smooth i don't I, yep. I don't expect it to be smooth but i think it will be smoother than yep. a lot of other ones because they are obviously going to try their best to smooth it out as much as humanly possible yep. um totally. which is what they need these two weeks for yep um on a similar note like side story for this when yes. we were talking about like differences in making i was talking about um wrestling at the start mm-hmm. uh so i was watching because I was watching the AW pay-per-view, it's obviously not on the WWE network because it's mm-hmm. different companies. So they're using Fight TV, which is like a like online streaming service for like boxing and wrestling and a bunch of like combat sports. Okay, unquote, sure. Is the thing. Um, and I've never used it before and I was like, okay, I want to see what this is like. It's an AW show because it's going to be overloaded. So I was expecting lag and stuff like mm. that and like went on the page, paid the money, and it was like, cool, your show starts in whatever, and there was a countdown timer. And I was sitting waiting on it, and the countdown timer went to zero, and the stream started, and then it just worked. Like, zero huh. lag, zero zero hitch, ran at 1080 the entire time, no develop, no production problems, and like, zero issue. Huh. And then you look, and then you look at that compared to like the fucking WWE network that can't right. get through a pay per view. I, I like three hour pay per view without hitching like four or five times, yeah, yeah. or breaking or something like that. You're know, like, ah, uh, like it's so it's it's so bizarre when you look at stuff like that, where it is like another thing that signifies that like when when you're on top and you think you have no competition, you really don't have to give a fuck no. about stuff like that. You really like, don't. So now it's just like they're getting their ass kicked on all fronts, including like web technology, <laughs> which is it's so, unreal. It's crazy. So is Fight TV like? I'm assuming this is a this is a legal service, right? Because I know there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I paid for the pay per view. Right, like okay. it's a it's a, an online streaming service for like multiple different things. So did so do they have like do they have like the AW license that they can stream this stuff? Yeah, and they, okay. they they stream all the AW pay per view. So yeah, like their... again, like if you focus on a particular thing, you can probably get it to work reasonably well like yeah, if this is your yeah. focus yeah it's just that it was the combination of the fact that WWE were like it's 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 our show so we need to have the thing so we are going to stream on our own thing and we're going to call it WWE Network and we're going to build it and all that stuff and it's been terrible for years like it's yeah. an awful awful web thing sounds like it but they, they they had like no need to do anything to it because it's just like well if people want to watch our stuff they have to come here so who gives a fuck like, right but now there's actual competition so it's, it's it's interesting to see i don't think they'll fix it but it was it was fascinating to be able to just like watch a wrestling show with no problems it was like, <laughs> i mean i also imagine that like if i was wwe the fact that i'm getting kind of hammered by a bunch of different sides it would make sense for me not to put myself not to partner with someone like fight tv to stream our stuff because then like your stuff is next to all of this much better product 
Yeah, and you're just well, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wonder what this AEW thing is, and do it oh, make sense? Other wrestling, yeah, yeah. And then you watch it, and you're like, man, this is way better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, you can't yeah. publish your fucking Bella's reality show on Fight TV because because yeah. like that's very much a oh yeah. Can't, you can't advertise Total Divas, but, right? Yeah, fuck. Um. Cool. It's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, just, totally. I, I like the idea. I like the idea of what happens when people have a monopoly and then competition starts. It's really interesting. Yeah. Do they fix it or not? Do they um, fix it? Which is what for, which is what Fight of Fantasy fourteen is experiencing right now, where it's like they finally finally have their like World of Warcraft killer moment, and now they're having to like deal with it at this point. Yep. It's yeah. It's great. It's, it's super interested. Yeah. Uh, staying on the theme of delays. A bunch of hardware delays, so the Steam Deck and the Playdate are both now delayed into 2022, Steam Deck being the the Valve handheld, the Playdate being the... What's the name name of that company? I expect... I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Better now... I expected it it for the Steam Deck. Like, I totally didn't expect that thing to come out this year. Yeah, especially, like, as the chip shortage stuff started getting bigger and bigger. Especially when, like, I think Jim Ryan this week was, like... Yeah, you think it's difficult to get PS5 now? Try getting it when we actually physically can't build them anymore. Um, yeah. So he was like, he was warning people that like, yeah, it's going to be thin on the ground this Christmas. I like, that, like Oh God, I like that Jim Ryan is, is is actually acknowledging that it's difficult to get PS5s. You're like, well, fuck yeah. you, Jim. I guess that's. I also really, I got the email as well that was like, hey, we're now selling PS5s directly through like the Sony store. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, if it was going to be anywhere that's got stock, it'll be the official Sony Sony store, right? And you go to like the three pages of like. PS5, PS5, hardware, PS5. Uh, it's like, out of stock. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Even you guys don't yeah, have it. you guys can't even do it. No. Um, but yeah, so the, Val- the Steam Deck has been delayed. So the first ship of that will now be February 2022, as opposed to the first ship, which was going to be around now, I assume. Yeah, it was, um, it was like late. No, it was not like mid-December. Late it was December, mid-December. You're right. Um, so the first ship's now going to be February 2022, which means the second ship, which I think is the group I'm part of, will be mid q2 i think is what it says now sure. um which is fine like i'm not in any rush for it like it's already a complete unrequired purchase anyway but like it's cool um but yeah so that's now february and the play date was similarly is now february as well it seems like they just can't physically get the chips they need to make them which is just wild um but it has been that they they, they showed they've been continuing to show a bunch of stuff about the steam deck like there's a, I think it's an, I assume it's an official Valve account, but it's like, here is, all, all this account does is show, here's this game running on the on the, the Steam Deck, and it's like a video of a game running on Steam Deck. It's like, yep, this now works, this now works, and they're yeah. just gradually doing all this stuff. Um, it's cool. And they had their developer stream as well, which is like, the SOC inside that thing is called Aerith, which I thought was very funny. Um, like, that's the code name for the SOC, which is great. Um... Yeah, just stuff like that. So yeah, it'll 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 hit eventually. Um, I also I also had another thought about that thing, which was like, oh, I finally have the machine that's like I can now take Jackbox to people's houses when I can do that again because I've got them all in Steam oh, yeah. anyway. And just literally the thing I wanted to do with the Switch, which was like, oh, I can just get them all here, and it's like, no, you need to bring the dock or some shitty cable. It's like, no, like it's literally just an HDMI. Like there you go, it works. Um, so that's cool. So it was that. Um. Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 have been delayed to possibly 2023. Shocker. Well, is it? Because, like, 
No, that was totally fucking okay. Right. Of course it got delayed. That game doesn't exist. Of course that, it got delayed yeah. in 2023. But, but, I mean, you could be one of two minds, right? You look at Overwatch 2 and you're like, this is basically Overwatch 1.5, so, like, it's not like you're building engine stuff for this. It's more like you're you're padding it. You're doing a big content drop on Overwatch. Like, how? what needs done to that gate? Like, I don't know, yeah. yeah. Diablo 4, for sure. Like, we've basically never seen Diablo 4 in action, as far as I know, so, like... That game barely exists, probably. Um, we're not, and again, fucking Activision Blizzard still mired in all of this like horrendous shit. Like they got the the, the unionization effort did get some win recently, which I need to yeah. actually go find. I think they they finally got rid of the arbitration stuff, which was a big sticking point for a lot of them, and they got better pay for for some contractors and temp workers and all this kind of stuff. But it's still vastly under what people were asking for after all that stuff um we are still planning to deliver a substantial amount of content from blizzard next year we're now planning for a later launch for overwatch 2 and diablo 4 that originally envisioned these two are the most eagerly anticipated titles in the industry quote citation Mm. needed citation needed Mm. and our teams have made great strides towards completion blah 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 extra time giving the teams extra some extra time to complete production if your game's coming out in 2023 this is not extra time to complete production. This is no. This is production, continued production, is, right? This is yeah. Um, they said neither title will be released in twenty twenty one. I don't know where the twenty twenty three thing is coming from, but some I don't know. I mean, this, this all came mind, out. Or... This all came out of an investor presentation, so it seems like something was happened. I, I I don't know where that's coming from. Basically, yeah, like they are pushing that game out without giving it a proper date, so who the fuck knows. Um, there was... I thought there was another delay that I'd forgotten. Maybe, doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. Naruto's coming to Fortnite. Sure. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, like, anybody that turns up in Fortnite now, I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Like, As someone who... They've had, a bunch of, they've had a bunch of, like, DC superheroes and Marvel stuff. Like, yeah. half the Teen Titans have turned up. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, sure. As someone who's coming into... And it was weird as well, like, the difference between um, the Fortnite ads for this and, like, the, the, the Japanese ads for this. Like, there's a really cool... Actually, I'll send you this picture. Really dope, like, uh, anime image of... Like, there's all the Naruto guys coming out the... <laughs> jumping out the battle bus. Jumping out the battle bus, like, done in Naruto style, and it's super cool. And then you look at the Fortnite one, it's like, oh, yeah, all these models look like crap. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, yeah, Or, or sorry, all the, the art. Or there actually... You know what? There isn't art. I thought that was a... I thought it was a thing. There actually isn't any in-game art of this thing. But, um, 16th of November. Wait, is there really nothing out of this thing? This thing comes out... 16th of November. Okay. What's the day's date? Is there, there's nothing, there's nothing in game. 14. Yeah, there's nothing... As far as I can tell, there's no... Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, so yeah, as someone who, like, in the circles that I run in and the, the my Twitter follows, like, someone who's been neck deep in fucking Metaverse and NFT bullshit for, like, the past couple of weeks, just watch, watching Fortnite become... I don't know, are we even a game anymore or do we just throw models at this thing and see what happens? Like... I- that game, I, yeah, that game has just been like, okay, what current thing can we put in this game now? Yeah. Like that's that's all that thing is. Yeah, and it's it's weird that like Fortnite has basically become like Lego, except they can put mature content in it, right? Yep. Like 
That's yeah. basically what it's becoming. It's oh, it's wild. You want to take fucking I don't know Naruto to Travis Scott gig? You could do that now, apparently. Yeah. Although maybe don't go to the Travis yeah, Scott gig. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Get based on what just happened. Fuck. But yeah, that's... yeah, maybe avoid that for a little bit. Um. Yeah, there was, so in the the run up to Halo and a bunch of stuff, obviously Microsoft are read or um kind of getting all of that stuff ready. And one of the things they talked about was that they're fixing... Well, they don't say fixing, but they're fixing a bunch of, like, Xbox PC stuff as well, where one of the things that people are calling Make it... it less, less horrific? Is that... Theoretically, that yeah. Um, okay. So one of the things they're doing is basically they're... Um, so I don't know how much Game Pass stuff you've done, but the way that Windows... The way that the Xbox... The Xbox app is basically a layer on top of the Windows Store... Um, yeah. in that anything used off the Windows Store is like you cannot see any of the files like they're all locked behind a user account that's not yours and it's all like locked. you can't move anything you can't touch anything you can't copy them anywhere else like they are like Windows level locked down um, so if you want to do something like um, NVIDIA game stream to your shield in our room can't do that with any Windows Store games because it can't access any of those files to stream them and bizarre shit sure, like that. Sure, sure, yeah. um, so one of the things they're doing, Xbox Insiders got a version of the 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 first new best batch features, which had stuff like cloud gaming for PC, for instance, is now part of that thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but they've also added modding, or by adding modding, they mean like, yo, you can do stuff with those files now. So they're not locked down. You can install them anywhere you want on your hard drive. And... Um, you can theoretically install mods um, because you can fuck around with those files and it won't complain anymore. Sure, yeah. Um, which is good. Uh, they're also doing like uh, download speed improvements, a couple of other things, but um, yeah, good. Like, it's wild that those things are locked down. I, I assume a lot of this is also the run up to like the Windows 11 launch um, to get that stuff already as well. Um, but yeah, access to local files is like a huge thing that should have been there first. Um it's good that's there uh the oh, fuck the nintendo switch online pass we need to kind of talk about it a little bit because <laughs> this thing is it, I... I thought we talked about this already nope. i don't want to talk about this more well, I'm talking to people about this and it never gets any better it just continues to get worse right so like yeah because i kind of checked out when i saw because i watched the, the animal crossing dlc stream thing i was like oh yeah that's kind of cool and then they tied in the like and you get it for free if you've got the online pass expansion is that what they're calling it yeah um yeah. okay and did the very nintendo thing of like hey we've got a bunch of questions about how this actually works and we're not going to answer any of them like so what happens if you turn off if you don't pay for the expansion do you lose access to the dlc like all of that kind of stuff there's yeah, like yeah. eh, you don't need to know that why would you need to know that you just need to give us money for the animal crossings <laughs> and you're just like okay sure um the thing that expands you, you just want uh the wrist in your game, don't you? Exactly. Just but also like the coffee man. It's n- the fact that so one one of the, the Twitch streamers that we watch is a is a primarily a Sims streamer, but she also does a bunch of like Animal Crossing stuff. And like hmm. she did a stream that night when the, the, the expansion launched, and like every five minutes on that stream was like her chat was going like, Oh, it sucks that we have to pay for the expansion pass to get this. And every five minutes she was like, you can just buy this. Like you can just go out and yeah, spend yeah. 25 on the expansion pack. You don't need to buy any of the, ex- the expansion shit. And it's just like, they've done such a fantastic job of burying that. 
of yeah. like just making it, it like you have to have the you expansion have to have the ex- pass. like yeah. you really don't so the expansion pass is now dlc that you can buy on its own for cheaper and it's probably a better idea because then you own it and you're not going to lose access to it if you decide not to and then the other part of it was the n64 and genesis or mega drive games that you can now get on it except that all mm. the n64 games are terrible not the games but the emulation is terrible yeah they're all really like, bad the, not only is the emulation terrible where a bunch of them like obviously like the first person you go to for this stuff is like okay what do the speedrunners think about it because they're the ones that know those yep. games inside out so like, what yep, do they yep, think yep. about it? it's like oh yeah all the ocarina time speedrunners are like this thing is terrible like it's not got yeah. not only does it not have some of the bugs that were originally there it's got new bugs in it that break a bunch of the previous stuff um and this is the thing you're paying extra for it's got weird aspect ratio issues weird performance issues with some games and then also on top of that the touted like hey you can play n64 games with your friends of the internet now in the same way you can with like steam and stuff like that that's all tied to um uh, network speeds and like the emulation is tied to network speed so yeah if you, i'm sure you've seen footage but people are playing like the n64 mario kart if any one of the people on the the session has internet issues, it just interspe- it just stops the emulation for everyone. Yeah. So you end up with this really yeah, yeah. like choppy audio and unplay like it's just bad from top to bottom. And then they go like, oh, and also like, hey, do you want to spend fifty fifty dollars a year for this thing? And you're like, no, no. like nobody no. should buy this thing. Um, at all, it is terrible. No, it's yeah, it's it's broken. Yeah. You um, and then, so, like, and again, this is the thing that, like, I'm, the reason I'm mentioning this is because it ties into something else, but, like, uh, the the trailer, or the, the explainer for the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack is now the most disliked thing on the Nintendo YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, overtaking the previously most hated video on Nintendo's channel, the trailer from Metroid Prime Federation Force. <laughs> it's like, okay, God, fine. Okay. Um, sure. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's just, it's just a complete mess, and... Again, Nintendo being, we only put stuff out, we don't take stuff in. Like, they're just, like, complete silence on all of this. Like, none, like, hey, we're of fixing course, this. Yeah, or, yeah. It's like, nope. Like, you will take your food and eat it because we're Nintendo. Like, fucking no. <laughs> don't do that. No, yeah. Um, it's staying with Nintendo. Well, kind of. I don't Mercury Steam, are they a first-party studio now? For uh, Nintendo? I don't know. Feels like they should be. But, oh no, they are still they are listed as an independent developer in Madrid. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, they got caught, as has been a thing over the past uh, couple of years actually, which has been continually doing, um, leaving a bunch of developers off of the credits for that game. Um, oh, so there's a thing that that happens a lot in the game space, and I I I, I don't know. I, this doesn't happen in movies as much because again, heavily unionized shock horror. But like, if you've touched the movie, you're in the credits, right? And yeah. again, very much yeah. like the movie industry your credits are what make or break your career, right? So you can say, like, yes, I worked on this Marvel movie or yes, I worked on X movie or Y movie. Um, There's been a thing recently where, like, the only credits that make it into a bunch of games are the people who are still at the team at the point when it launches. So if you've left the company despite having put a bunch of work into the game, like, even in pre-production or something like that, if you're not part of the company, you don't get credited, right? Yeah. Which is a death sentence for a lot of people, right? Um, Yeah. In terms of crediting. So I think this happened with something else recently i can't remember what it was but basically so mercury steam got caught doing this for the metroid dread right where um a bunch of developers basically hit twitter and was like yeah we didn't get credited and we worked a bunch on this thing 
So then, but the interesting thing about the Mercury Steam one is they doubled down, right? And said, uh, yes, we credit developers who've not, oh, sorry, uh, sources speaking to, this is from gamedeveloper.com, uh, sources speaking to the site confirmed they were not included in the game's credits, thanking to a, thanks to a policy of not crediting developers who worked on games for less than 25% of the game's development. So, one, what does that mean? Because <laughs> okay, 25% yeah, of really what? Weird. Like time, effort, lines of code, like what does that fucking mean? Yeah. But also like, it means they worked for 25% of the game, like, still, it means they worked for greater than 0%. So like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, they defended their policy to, in the statement to GameSpot saying it did not consider contributions from employees like the, one of the developers who was complaining to be quote-unquote significant. Quote, we accredit those who certify a minimum participation in a particular project, usually the vast majority of devs. We set the minimum at 25% of, oh, there you go, 25% of development time. So if it was a four-year game, if you're, not, if you're oh, there for okay, less right. than a year, you don't get credited. You don't get credit. Yeah. Um, we also credit those who, even though they've not been in the project for too long, have had significant creative or technical contributions. Game development is a complex, hard and exhausting endeavor. We understand any... We understand any of us needs to contribute at a minimum to it to be accredited in the final product. Thanks for your interest. So it's like, those are two wildly different sentences, which is like, yeah, making a game's hard and it's very complex and needs a lot of people to contribute to it. But also, sure, yeah. we get to decide who's, who, what counts as credit. You're like, fucking no. Like, don't do that. Because like, especially if this happens a bunch with people being cycled out of teams, with people being cycled out of studios, games moving studios, all this kind of stuff. Like, it's yeah. very possible you can work for three years on a thing and have nothing to show for it because your name's not attached to it. You're not credited, yeah. It's a big, big problem. That, again, the, yeah, it's crazy. The movie industry solved by like being part of your union contract of being like, yeah, like you touch this thing, you get your name on the fucking thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just interesting to watch Mercury Steam go like, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Did, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is wild, but yeah. Um, I, I, we, I, oh yeah, also... Um, in fact no fuck that story i'm not even gonna talk about that never mind um okay, we good. talked a lot about this offline but like very quickly i'm gonna one of the stories i'm gonna link to um is the Eurogamer article from um wesley yin pool on Eurogamer who interviewed uh where's the name uh ea's chief experience officer chris bruzzo to talk about fifa and loot boxes oh this yeah yeah, yeah. it is one of the wildest interviews I've ever read. Oh, it's well, so well, fucking for, crazy. For a number yeah. of reasons. One, that like he agreed to this. Because like and the interesting thing, I think the only reason they got this interview, right, is because the the um Wesley is a like he is like the FIFA guy at Eurogamer, right? He is one of their yeah. big like this is one of his beats, right? Is he covers FIFA every year and has been very critical of the loot box stuff, right? But is their FIFA guy, right? So when he goes to mm-hmm. EA and says, like, hey, can we talk to one of the guys who's in charge of the loot box stuff? The fact that they said yes is wild to me. Like, as if... Oh, yeah, for sure. My yeah, only yeah. thought was going to be, like, well, here's a PR win, because this guy's on board with FIFA, so of course we can talk to him and just sweep all of this shit under the rug. And then they got there, and Chris is like, yo, what the fuck is up with this shitty loot box stuff? And you can see Chris, you can see this Bruzo guy was- just like... Oh, it's wild. Yeah, it, it's really interesting watching, listening to the transcript of it because it's like one of the few times that you've seen someone brings up a point and then the other person gives like the standard defense, like corporate thing that they've been told this is what you say or like the, 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 the stock response. That doesn't directly answer then, the question. 
Yeah, doesn't directly answer the question tomorrow, but the the guy on the other end asking the questions then just keeps pressing yeah. him. It's like, until, no, I understand. Like, we, yeah, like keeps... I get that, but you need to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's really impressive. It's a really good interview. That guy did a super it's, good it's, job. It is one of the best interviews I've ever read, and yeah. the fact that like one that they sat down for the interview, two that they like they got this interview with this obviously like all on the record stuff. Um and three that like yeah like he sat there for that long and didn't just call an end to the inter- interview is yeah, just didn't just wild hang up the call or whatever yeah like, so it's my favorite and, and again people should read the whole interview it is well worth reading but I'm just gonna take this small quote out from from what was happening and um, so they're talking about like okay like the original defense of this thing is like yeah like it's the traditional stuff of like oh they're optional you don't need to integrate with them you don't need to interact with them blah yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. um. Um, so he's talking about like gamification and there's a transfer market and blah 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 and then um, um, Wesley says okay the problem with it the problem with it and the point with loot boxes is that you're buying gameplay affecting items so this is specifically talking about um, fan- what's it called Fan- uh, fantasy uh, team no not fantasy or, team uh, uh, god what's it called uh, I can't remember I don't care the, car- the FIFA card game thing that everyone spends yeah, yeah. stupid amounts of money on um, so why do you have loot boxes in the first place the problem with it and the point with the loot boxes is you're buying gameplay affecting items your loot box contains players you can use to play in a competitive multiplayer mode um, isn't that right ultimate team ultimate, ultimate team. team thank That's you what it's um, that you can use to play in a competitive multiplayer mode Chris Bruzo interjects just like real world football and you're like wait what and it, I read that and went wait that's not how real world football like yes real world yeah. football is a fucking hellscape of but massive not, amounts of money, you you don't you don't as a football team owner say I'm going to pay <laughs> X amount of money into this for five random content. players. Like and yeah, I will get maybe one of these other. But no, you go and say yeah. I want this guy for this money. Like that's yeah. The- as someone who does not pay attention to football in any way, shape, or form, I saw that and went, "That's not how any of this works." To yeah, which that's Wes- not how that works. To which yeah. Wesley responses and goes. In real world football, you don't buy a loot box and get what players you get. You go out and buy a player directly if you can afford it. That's completely yeah. different to FIFA. What you're doing in FIFA is allowing people to spend real world money on the chance of getting players. Now, I know that you could pack probabilities in there, but you don't know what you're going to get. That's not real football. And yeah. then it goes on to, let me be very clear, 9 out of 10 ultimate team packs are opened in FIFA are opened within game coins. Nope. coins are uh, no, uh, you're not answering the question. Like, that's not answering the question. You yeah. immediately defended it by going... Or one of your defences is that, like, yeah, there's, like, a transfer market in real-world football, so we're just emulating the transfer market. And it's like, <laughs> the three immediately goes, that's not how the real-world transfer market goes in any way. And then you go, yeah. oh, but it doesn't matter because people aren't spending money on it. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's a fascinating, not, yeah. It is a fascinating interview that people it's should read great. from it was top such to bottom. Read. Yeah. Um, even if you don't care about football, it is really, like, watching... No, I see, it, it, all, it is, all it is, like, it doesn't matter. The, the, the actual... What the 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 content of the or the context of the interview doesn't matter. No. it's just this is how you should interview. Watching, people. yes, this is good and also like yeah. watching a company corner like this, like somebody who knows both. Oh yeah, somebody yeah, who knows well, both yeah. football and the games market and the loot box shit. Like, just keep asking the question and watching the kind of hoops and jumps they go through to like. Here's all the here's all the standard defenses that are not working. Okay, actually, it's kind of yeah. like football. Well, it's not really like football, and actually, not a lot of people are paying for it. 
and actually I know it's like yeah. our the main way that we pay for a lot of stuff but you're seeing people... you're seeing the mental gears like slip yeah. and change and then eventually and, and, yeah. and we were doing the thing like as I was reading through I was waiting for the oh but it's an option thing and it comes in yeah. super late and then as soon as you see it you're like cool that's like you've just cast him to the shadow realm now that's his last fucking yeah, defense that's like yeah. that's the all they've got um, if the last line yeah. of defense is oh yeah but you don't have to yeah. do it that's the and especially yeah, like you can definitely see parts of this interview where they're like they were not expecting Wesley to come in and go like, well, actually, if you look at it earlier this year in April, there's research done by UK, these UK universities that showed there's a direct link between loot boxes and gambling and that they've, here's the study. And you can see them go, uh, but Denmark. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, no. Um, it was, yeah, it's great. It's really worth it. Um, and then the last thing I've got here, just because it's very, very recent, um, is this Grand Theft Auto remaster stuff. Just, oh god! Oh, you want to, it's so good. Oh it's, yeah, like there's a part of me that is really enjoying this, just because I've never particularly liked those games anyway, and I've always thought they were like they got away with a lot just because they tried a lot of stuff that you couldn't do. Well, part of it was like compressing, especially in like the PS. Like I'm, I'm specifically talking about like three and Vice City and San Andreas, right? Which is the yeah, which yeah. are the games in this in this um pack? Where like. They were PS2 games that were doing stuff like technically that you should not be able to do on a console like that. It was the start of like this open world, like bunch of systems working together, stuff like that. Part of it was technically impressive, right? But I will maintain to this day, those games were not fun. They were, yeah. uh, they looked like trash, but you could kind of get away with a lot in the PS2 era because of the technical stuff you were doing. And we liked them as our generation liked them one because we were kids two because we were stupid stupid and three because they said shit a lot and it was yeah, like yeah. that was that and you could like shoot people and, and you like, could shoot yeah. people and run over hookers because you know we were all fucking edge lords at that time and it was like yeah yeah hundred percent my opinion but that that's always where I've stood on those games so it's been really interesting to watch this remaster come out and be like you know this game looks like trash and it's like. Hey, those yeah. games always look like trash and it's and those yeah. games I've never particularly played very well and like yeah it's weird that like you fail a mission and have to drive back to the first place that you have to go get the mission to restart the mission and like yeah um so like there's all of that kind of stuff but also like the remaster itself seems bad like the work that they've done to remaster these games the, yeah the 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 actual like remastering of like character models and stuff like that just looks so strange yeah. like I don't know how you've done it I mean it's... to be to be clear like they don't use the word remaster, right? The official title of this no, thing is Grand Theft Auto colon the trilogy hyphen the definitive edition, right? So it's not a remaster. It's like, well, we'll get onto why it's not a remaster in a little bit, but like, yeah, yeah. They've, do- they've obviously done some work to it. Like they've upraised some, tr- some, sure, some yeah, textures, yeah. but like, yeah, like the decisions they made on like some of the model changes they've made, like just seem bizarre like the, the shot that keeps coming back to me is like well, there's two shots there's the woman and the the woman from san andreas with the stars and scrapes bikini who just like the proportions are just what like not even human like just like it doesn't make sense and then the other shot from san andreas with um one of your npcs on the bike and like on a bike yeah. and his arms are just like 
that man has 12 elbows like what is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. To th- it's just it just looks bad right and like people's people's hands look like disproportionate in size yeah and, like yeah. all of this stuff and it's like people's like character models like their eyes are like pointing in weird directions and yeah, yeah it's, it's, and stuff it's like such a strange thing and stuff like the remove it the removal of the fog in san andreas which i i, I, yeah. I, I saw I, I, some, there's a lot of really good important well not report very, a lot of very good opinion pieces on this about showing like it's not about making it more shiny so like with san andreas particularly because they've removed the fog from that game which originally was technically so you didn't have to render into the distance but it makes that game seem so much smaller because you can see like from cj's house you can see the mountains in the distance right and you're like that in game is supposed to be like hundreds of miles away that you're supposed to do this big journey to the second yeah, town yeah, uh, yeah. the second city to and you can just like see it and it's like it makes the whole game seem like a Small. fucking Disney lot like it just seems so yeah. compressed um and this is like it's buggy it doesn't run particularly well I, I think Jordan Midler was saying on on Twitter like he was playing the Switch version because he needs because he needed to know and like it runs at like yeah. 20 frames a second on Switch yeah. and like I've not heard great things about yeah. the Switch. Yeah, there's a multiple tweets saying like GTA 5 on the PS5 runs better than GTA 3 does, and you're just like, it, it's just it's it's wild. Um, uh, and then the, like the rain stuff, which makes the game unplayable in San Andreas. Yeah, uh, just general. It just seems like a wild, wild thing. Um, so yeah, and it's just it's just bad. So there's all of that stuff as well, and then you're like, okay. So what are the side effects? Why put this stuff out, right? Or like, why is this the thing they're putting out? Despite the fact they don't have, yeah. they haven't put out a game in a while. Um, and the other part of it is that all of the mods for those original three games are now being DMCA'd, right? Because yes. they're yeah, because yeah. they're now selling a version of this game you can pay for with real money. They can now have much more standing to go on and go like, oh yeah here's the the mod that makes the original PC version of 3 look really good, right? And you see the you see the mm-hmm. the, the screenshots of that thing like those are people who have done the work, right? They've they've really gone in and done the right thing to those games to make Oh them yeah, good. absolutely, yeah. Um Grand Theft Auto Advance I think was one of the projects that has been shut down. It was like, yeah, they look really fucking good because it's people that care. Um and Kotaku had an article that was like I think the one that was doing the rounds um for good reasons, um, which was um, headlined "Classic Mods in the Old GTA Games Didn't Need to Die for These Unfinished Remakes" as the headline, which all seems correct as far as I can tell. For, yeah, for everything that's happening, here. Can tell, yeah. there's a really good interview from here. Um, they talked to a bunch of modders whose whose work they've done in the original one has has been DMCA. Um, where's the quote here? Uh, This is from one of the, one of the modders, Ash Seven Thirty Five, who's a big GTA modder. Um, things could have been different. Things could have been more positive in the end, but it's Rockstar and Take Two's choice to fight this community instead. Of sa- it's, it's Rockstar and Take Two's choice to fight this community instead. Sadly, it will always be back and forth. They want to push making modifying game assets illegal. Meanwhile, we've already got people modding the definitive editions. People with cracked copies enjoying the game, while actual buyers are being punished by Rockstar's launcher. Oh, also, the launcher crashed. On oh yeah, I heard. I heard. A whole, a whole bunch of shit about the the Rockstar launcher. Yeah. That software has never been great. The, the, the launcher so, crashed yeah. and all of their back end crashed as well. So like GTA Online was down for a while and like yeah. RDR2 was down for a while. Um, but he's publicly tweeted that folks shouldn't expect him or most other popular modders to step in and fix the remasters. Quote, 
people generally have better things to do than to do unpaid work for others that won't be acknowledged or appreciated. And I think that's the the, the sentiment in a lot of this stuff. Like, it is one thing yeah. for you to like turn a blind eye to the mod community and being like, well, these games are old. Like, we'll sell the original versions. And you can do whatever you want to them. We're obviously not going to support it or technically support it, but like fucking go and do your thing if you want to do it. But them to actively turn, yeah, around, sure. but them to actively turn around and go, fuck all y'all. And we're yeah. going to sell different versions. This worst version, this worst yeah. version of a thing that pe- and people have put time, blood, sweat, and tears into making a thing most of the time for free. That is infinitely better than the thing that you've put out, but fuck them. And you're just like, yeah, this yeah. is, it's just, it's just wild. Um, and it's just like it does seem like Rockstar are doing a bunch of really weird decisions that are turning their their sizable fan base against them, right? Like it's Yeah, I know. It's absolutely insane. It really is. Um Cool. I think that's everything. Uh yeah. what to say? So yeah, like like I said, I think we're gonna be basically um doing a lot of cleanup um stuff that's the plan yeah. um i don't know are you going to touch solar ash this year or is it going to be like a christmas thing uh maybe it might it might be a christmas thing i'll need to see yeah um it is very very close to Endwalker, and that's just going to be the yeah. thing that just takes over yeah. so i can't yeah so i mean we'll probably so when's Endwalker? the second third now third okay yeah. sure so well, technically the seventh but with a pre- pre-order gets yeah. you in on the third so yeah and i know it's been a month since we we've uh we've done this but like we just don't have a lot to talk about so that's kind of mm-hmm. why my mouse has crashed that was interesting um so yeah so this there's a chance you there'll probably be one more podcast for the end of the year i assume probably to talk about endwalker mainly yeah but, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, need to, I'll need to talk about endwalker for an extended period of time yeah, at some point but, yeah. but at this point we're kind of in fin- finishing off mode and probably starting to have discussions about game of the year really yeah um and see when we're going to figure out and do that hopefully in person hopefully we'll see how that Should works be out this year i assume so um, but... unless something really yeah. terrible happens um but yeah there's not a lot of stuff coming out and um, so in terms of site stuff uh the midnight protocol video will go up this week it's basically ready to go i just didn't get a chance to hit the button before it left yeah um yeah, yeah. apart from that not really a lot coming on so don't expect a lot of stuff really yeah, um, pretty much. but like i said we'll have a podcast when Callum's in a position to talk about Endwalker, I think, so some point after the third, probably. Yeah, it'll probably um, be I'll probably maybe maybe like a couple of weeks after the third or something like yeah. that. I'll do something, so probably like mid-December yeah. expect something if we've get, talk about Endwalker. If we've got anything useful to say the week after, maybe we'll see, but I wouldn't expect too much. Oh yeah, I could maybe I could maybe do like a quick yeah. first impressions thing if yeah. you want that, but yeah. And like I said, like if there's I I again we're hitting Christmas, so I imagine the news will be pretty short as well so we'll see what happens yeah, but yeah, yeah do not expect a lot of content from us until as we roll into getting getting game of the year started um i have a draft list but it is very de- I need to, yeah i need to go it through, is very but... dependent on how a bunch of stuff is going to finish off or how it resolve basically so yeah we'll see my list my list is entirely dependent on where Endwalker ends up sitting right so i don't know where the <laughs> where yeah, in that's, the that's gonna where in the five it's gonna end up yeah we'll see yeah um, but yeah GameWingerStar.com is the name of the website where you can find all videos article, articles and podcasts are up there we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash start. see if you don't talk for long enough it kind of stops you from doing even the, the stuff yeah, you do a I lot um, youtube.com slash start. subscribe there get notified when we put new videos up uh, the 
Facebook and Twitter. We're on Facebook and Twitter. If you search Game Ninja Start, you find us there. Podcast at GameNinjaStart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. Uh, and that's us. Stay safe. Enjoy whatever you're playing. And we'll see you when we see you. At some point. <laughs> Whenever that is. In the future. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye.